Welcome to The Nord Show, a podcast about all things movies and games, where we discuss with creators and get their thoughts on said movies and games. I'm your host, Joe Aragon. You may know me from TikTok as Cinema Joe, and I am joined today by the great Justin Wong. We'll be chatting about creating content, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, fighting games, some of their favorite movies, and then answering some questions at the end. Justin, how are you doing, man? Man, thank you for having me. Um, you know, just been good, doing good, grinding. It's uh, <laughs> 2022, so I mean, we've been we've been home for over two two and a half years, pretty Ooh, much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just been kind of focusing different things compared to my before pre-COVID life, where I traveled a lot for yeah. tournaments, you know, around the world type of thing, right? So yeah, I mean, now we're here. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Are you? Do you think you got better now because of the lockdown? Like, you know, you grinded so hard, all these like games. Are you like a better player now, you think? Hmm. I guess it's it really depends on the on that answer. So I would say for a person that loves fighting games and like thinks of this as a, as more of a hobby than a career, I do think I, I got better as a fighting game player because of just learning like uh you know new things, um playing different fighting games and also like seeing from like how different their play style works in like other metas. Um I would say from the the modern fighting game standpoint though, I'm probably not as much as a competitor anymore oh, because because I feel like maybe my tournament drive has disappeared because it kind of went from like this uh you know professional career into a more casual stay at home stream make youtube content type of career so it's 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 more of a, a it's more fun for me now Got instead it. of a right. instead of a competitive standpoint that's good that's good well we're going to dive a lot into that in just a second and before we do Again, follow us on Spotify, drop a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, hey, drop a review, suggest a movie you'd like us to talk in a future episode, and of course, subscribe to the NordVPN YouTube channel. All right, so we started talking about it. You're a content creator now. You're a professional fighting game player. From what I learned recently, you hold the record for the most EVO tournament wins. I just need to know, when did this all start? When did you start? Actually, let's start with this. When did you start the fighting game career and then that transition to creating content? Was it difficult? Was it hard? Was it easy? Hmm. I guess like the first tournament I ever been to was uh, probably in the year of uh, 2000, 2001. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like 14 years old at the time. Uh, no, I was 16 years old at the time. And then um, I was just going to like to a tournament in New Jersey called The Break and my friend's like, yeah, you should come with and play against a bunch of people that you probably will never ever have a chance to play. <laughs> and I and that was the selling point to me because like I was really loving just playing people in my arcade and that was it. So the fact that you know you sold me on, oh, you could play with other people that you will never ever play against versus you could win like five hundred bucks, right? To me, playing other people was like worth more than five hundred bucks because I yeah. I just had the the goal of just wanting to become good at fighting games or like just making sure that I win. I didn't know tournaments existed. I didn't even know what the definition of a tournament was. <laughs> um, so just playing in um in that tournament really gave me that adrenaline rush. And then ever since then, from that tournament in like the year two thousand and one, I wanted just to keep playing in every tournament. Like I wanted to travel from the tri-state to like, you know, to the South, to the West Coast, um, to Japan, then starting around the world. Um, 
it it just never got old for me. I just wanted to keep playing, and even if it's a new fighting game, I'll just learn it and want to be competitive in it, so I can like have a reason and excuse to actually go to a tournament. Yeah, I have so many follow up questions for you right now, so I'm trying yeah. to pick one. First one: What was the first game for that tournament? Do you know what it was? It was Marvel's Capcom One. Oh, one. Um, so one. so Marvel's Capcom Two was already out, but the thing was um, in the arcades. Uh, if I don't know if you remember this, uh, you when you first launched the game, there was like a globe, and then there's yeah. a lot of question marks. Oh yeah. So all the characters weren't um, released yet. So mm. the tournaments, like I guess the tournament organizer at the time said, we can't run tournaments for this game until we get all the characters. Um, so I think it was like maybe there's 56 characters in the game total, but I think at the time it was only like 40 characters got out. It, so they couldn't run a tournament, so they decided to run Mario's Capcom One. Um, and it was like over around like 300 people that entered and I got fifth place. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So the only people I lost to actually are the people from our arcade that were better than me. Interesting. Um, it was uh, Arturo Sanchez and Eddie Lee. So like they beat me, but everyone out of state, like I was beating people from like the best in Virginia, the best in Connecticut. So it kind of gave me that drive to like, I want to try more. I want to like see what, what, yeah. uh, what other, who other, what other players I'll fight. Um, can I win a tournament? You know, stuff like that. So it, it just kind of gauged my interest a bit more. Unrelated to fighting games, you mentioned it made you want to travel and, uh, you know, start playing in different states and different regions. How many states have you been to in the United States? Do you know? Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I can remember on top of the number, but I mean, every popular city, uh-huh. 100% I probably went to. Like New York, like I was born in New York, so it doesn't oh, count. Okay. But like, uh, let's see, Florida, Chicago, California, Texas, all the big ones, Atlanta, like all the big ones for sure, right? Yeah. Uh, the random ones, like I've been to like uh, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Um, so see, what's for, the Nebraska fighting scene like? <laughs> you know what's crazy about that that you mentioned that? There's actually a huge fighting game scene in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, really? for reals. Yeah, I've never been to that. I've never been there, um, but I know they, they definitely do exist. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's yeah. funny. Do you have but a I would say, state? Mm, favorite state? Besides your own, your home state. Um, To be honest, New Orleans. Oh. Did I so, okay. yeah, Louisiana is a, it's a great place. I think it's because like, the food there and the culture was like super fantastic. Like I'm a big foodie and and a tourist person. Like anytime I'm I'm in a different like area I've never been to, I always want to do touristy stuff yeah, and you know here. eat some good food, right? Um, so New Orleans just like you know wa- walking on like that main street area where like you you know like the town looks all different, the mm-hmm. colors. Um, it felt great. You know, it was super it was super super nice to look at, and even and then the nightlife just kind of transforms into this like super party city and yeah i mean i had a blast like i like i, I you know i seen videos as a kid like oh mardi gras you know like that type of stuff right <laughs> uh you know who, who has who had never seen those commercials yeah. before right yeah, yeah. um but just being there for a tournament and then experiencing not not nice. like the mardi gras level but just in general is it's nice so i would say new orleans is okay, like my favorite nice. place to, to go to okay i'm i'm in san diego i don't know if you've ever been over here um, i've been uh, to san diego okay cool cool yeah we're comic-con and comic-con and oh, twitch-con yeah. and stuff i always yeah. forget the comic-cons here and i go every year because it's down the street from my, my apartment yeah but, uh, new orleans is a, a very good a very good choice i'm not offended by it at all uh, so you started <laughs> with the uh, the fighting tournament, professional fighting scene, went on to win a lot of Evos. And for those who don't know, I mean, I guess you can say Evo is probably the biggest fighting 
tournament it is. in the country in the world. It's it's considered the world tournament. For, oh, it's okay. like the World Series of Poker for fighting games. If if I if you had to like describe it to uh, someone that that didn't know too much. Perfect. The World Series of Poker for fighting games. I like how you didn't say the World Series of Baseball. You just said the World Series of Poker. Oh, it's because I, I, I is, is there a World Series of Baseball? Like you talking about like just MLB finals in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, well, it's because you have to be on a team, right? <laughs> oh, to, like, okay, okay, okay. But World Series of Poker, like anyone, like if you have the entry fee, you can just Perfect. enter. Okay. That so makes more that's sense. why that that's why I say WSOP. <laughs> I got it. Are you a poker player too? Or no, I'm terrible. Like <laughs> I, I would need those dark shades so you don't see my facial expression because uh, I'll def- if you look me straight in the eye, I'll be like, I'll look away right away. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a good bluff game. Okay. No, definitely not. All right, but you made this transition now because, and maybe you can let me know, is it because of you know the pandemic that you made this transition to creating content more online, more like a streaming type? environment is that why you started to do this so i was actually creating content while i was uh going to tournaments Mm -hmm. um but it would it was definitely hard obviously like trying to like juggle and you know find time to to do that is really tough but it became more serious once the pandemic hit because i i mean i can't go out now there's tournaments are canceled uh flights are canceled um you know like nobody wants to go out and obviously yeah of course nobody should go out at that time um, and I decided to like, you know what, we, we have to adapt here. We, we can't, we can't rely on tournament anymore. And I got to make sure that like, you know, my, like the supporters, my fans, my sponsors, they don't forget about me. Yeah. So I, I started to create content, um, and, and I decided to do it for like more of the older stuff just because I felt like at the time and still now nostalgia is a huge factor now. Everyone loves nostalgia. So I decided to, to go with the nostalgia route because I'm more knowledgeable. And I feel like because I grew up in the era where I guess things weren't recorded because we didn't have YouTube or Google drives or Dropboxes. Um, You know, we, we, only thing you had was like game pro magazines or tips and tricks tips and, and tricks you know, right wow. or or like or somebody or if you were blessed with a computer growing up and you had like your own forums and AOL chat rooms or stuff yeah. so i decided that you know i maybe i could be a historian for this because i have all this experience growing up in arcade all, all these stories uh playing all these old games and learning about all these old games that i could just you know make videos about it so yeah. that that's kind of uh, my thing and it's it's been a blast ever since now for, if you were to explain to somebody, because Twitch is obviously very popular, but I think if you would talk to someone on the street and say, hey, do you watch Twitch? They might say, yeah, I see this guy streaming Call of Duty or Fortnite or Apex or League yeah. of Legends. Uh, when you stream more nostalgic stuff or fighting games, are you playing against computers, AIs? Are you playing against other people? How are you streaming? Because I would imagine you're so good that playing the AI doesn't really do much. So how are you making content with fighting games, so um, so for, actually, you know, when you when you talk about AI, uh-huh. um, old school fighting game AI are like the most brutal oh, really? uh, bosses. Yeah, like video games back in the day were hard. Uh-huh. Oh, Modern yeah. games now are is much easier, unless you count like you know the the Dark Souls games. Oh, yeah. But in general, my, modern modern games are easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so. When you play like a Mortal Kombat or like a Street Fighter, um, they're actually pretty hard. It's actually like, yeah, you have to know their patterns. You have to like kind of like, you know, like have experience. You like, there's no way like a professional player, let's say you're a professional Mortal Kombat 11 player uh-huh. and you never, but you never played any other Mortal Kombat before. 
100%, I would put any money down that they would not be able to beat the game first try. Wow. Uh, if, you, if they went to like Mortal Kombat 2. They would definitely spend some, some time and some credits just trying to beat the game. <laughs> I find that incredibly fascinating because you would assume just because someone's a professional fighting game, like in that specific franchise, they could easily translate. Yeah. But that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, so, I, so I do. So I go back and play these games and make YouTube videos and people love my rage expressions <laughs> because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm like very emotional or like super pissed off or like super angry at like the boss because they're reading whatever, whatever, whatever you press a button, uh-huh. the AI reads it and they counter it right away. Wow. That so, is, so you have to, you have to try to trick them, right? With like, with like pressing buttons that you should never ever press yeah. so they could do a move and then you react to their, them do, responding to that move. Um, but also, I play with people as well because there's a program developed by you know a, a community of, okay. of fighting game fanatics called Fightcade, where you can play online with people around the world mm-hmm. um, in these old games. And this is never, this is not possible with um, for like any official releases um, mm-hmm. for like some of these obscure titles. Um, so Fightcade Two uh, definitely does that. Interesting. Now, is there a stigma in the community as somebody who's not in the fighting game community? Don't get me wrong. I love watching people play fighting games. I love watching the cutscenes and people play, yep. play each other. I watch the tournaments all the time. I am hot garbage at playing <laughs> them. It's it's not an easy genre to like really get into unless you really put a lot of dedication into it. But I'm curious, is there like a stigma about people who use like fight pads versus people use controllers at all? Is it like looked down on if you use a controller at all? No, it's actually game? it's actually not. I would say, you know, m- most people when they think about fighting games from back in the day, they think about the joysticks, right? You know, yep. like the joystick and the six buttons right there. But I would say some of the best players in the world now for like modern fighting games are all pad players. Uh, because I would say that uh, game companies and developers they made their fighting games to be like i would say more comfortable to play on with pad because i would say that if you do decide to play older games with a pad controller it's a lot harder it's not easy uh because i because the game was kind of i guess more designed to play on joystick based off like just how the game works Mm -hmm. but now it's the complete opposite because they know that most people are going to be pad players versus joystick players got it got it what do you find yourself playing a lot right now in terms of fighting games? Is there one that you that like is a fan favorite in your community that you're always playing, or is there are you doing a mix of a bunch? I would say it's it's probably just a mix of bunch when it comes down to like the old stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I play like the Mario's Capcom series, like one, two, and three. Uh, then you have like Street Fighter two, threes. Um, so I would say definitely the old stuff, just because this is what my content really does great on on my channel so i just focus on that uh but for modern stuff probably king of fighters 15 okay uh so that one came out like uh, i would say like a few months ago um so i'm like i'm like one of those people that if it's a new fighting game i'll always try it out like if you tell me that this new fighting game is coming out next week nine out of ten i'll buy it just try it out and see what i think about it so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm like the I'm like the supporter of all fighting games in general. That's good. I mean, that's good. You yeah. want to be uh, a jack of all trades when it comes to this kind of stuff, and I'm sure you know not everything translates, but it's a good experience, anyways. Yeah, it's just fun. It's just I just I just like to find out combos, see what the the they were thinking about when making this fighting game. Mm-hmm. You know, I try I try to 
I have fun have fun with it as much as I can. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you've built this great community. I mean, do you have a favorite thing about the community that you love? Something that's really personal to you or about the community that you love? Um, I guess I would say that I, I, some of them I actually became really good friends with. Oh, okay. Like, um, you know, I, I met them offline um, and we went to go eat and enjoy food. And that's because of just, you know, my transition of like, from a pro player to like more of like a content creator. Mm -hmm. And I met them because of that. Because, you know, I just started going more crazy on like streaming on Twitch and creating content for YouTube. So, and then we, you know, we met up, had some food, became good friends. They stayed at my place for for like a week, you know? Um, So yeah, we we became really good friends off of that. And I, and yeah, it's just pretty awesome. Well, I feel like I could pick your brain on the fighting game community and games in general all day. But it is a dual podcast on movies and games. Are you are you a big movie guy? Do you find yourself just playing mostly games, or are oh, you a movie oh man, I love movies. I would say <laughs> my one of my. I don't know if you call this a hobby. I actually had a debate with my friend the other day about it. Um, but but maybe you could you could let me know. Okay. So I told he's like so like what kind of hobbies do you like? Would you would you tell people? And I was like I I I guess uh, one of my one of my hobbies is I like going to the movie theaters by myself and watching a movie. Perfectly fine. It's a definitely a hobby. I used to do it right? all the time. I mean, I'm married now, so I have to drag someone with me all the time, but she gladly will go with me. But yeah, that is a hobby. You can tell that yeah. person. I can confirm it is a hobby. It is a hobby. Right. So I so I do that a lot, pretty often, especially when I take like, I, I'm like the, the the guy that comes in at like 11 a.m. for the first movie of the day type of thing. <laughs> it's cheaper. So it's, it's, that's very fair. And yeah, I think the the stigma behind going to the movies alone existed for a long time. I think uh, as of like the last five or six years, it's become more accepted to just hey, go and watch. I mean, people watch movies at, at home alone all the time. There's no reason yeah, you can't go to the movie I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't really care. It's just like I know there was a stigma. It was like, oh, you, why are you going by yourself? That, yes. That's so that's so yes. whack. Like you, you're, you're so lonely. <laughs> you don't have friends. But now I'm just like, no, I just don't have time. This is my time. So I want to go watch a movie by myself. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's about time. We're all getting older, have different commitments. And like I yeah. said, Hey, checking movie at 11 a.m. is cheaper than going at uh, 8 p.m. on a Friday night. That's what so. I'm saying. Give me that matinee price. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what type of genre do you find yourself uh, really leaning into? Are you a big sci-fi fantasy person? Are you a horror person? Are you a romance drama guy? I love romantic comedies. Oh, um, me too, me too. Yeah, ro- romantic comedies are like the most like easiest watch yes, like in terms of like turning off my brain i don't have to think too much <laughs> about the plot or anything uh-huh. uh because you know they have like the the good beginning introducing the characters and the good like honeymoon phase and then mm-hmm. the little rough patch and the makeup usually so i like watching those a lot i would say other movies that really i enjoy to watch are like hype films like oh. films that people hype up on like social media so for example i didn't expect i was i w- i had no plans of watching um what, every everything everywhere. Oh, everything everywhere all, all at once. Yeah, all yeah. at once. I had no plans to watch it at all, uh, but everyone kept talking about it on Twitter. They kept oh, yeah. talking about, it, kept talking about it. So I went to go watch it, and I was like, okay, see, without without people hyping me up for this movie, I probably would never have watched yeah. it and, that, yeah. and not experienced greatness. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know if I'm one of the hype people on the on the internet. Actually, I know I am. Uh, not so much <laughs> Twitter. I am on Twitter a lot, but I'm more of the yeah. TikTok guy. And I saw that one uh, a few days early, and I remember making my review. And I was like, "Everybody needs to get out in the theater and watch this. Like, yeah, yeah, it'll blow your mind, or it will pleasantly surprise you at the very least." 
Uh, I'm glad you watched it because it was a, a really good movie and I think uh, will continue to be one of the year's best. <laughs> this is funny because I'm going to transition. I mean, that movie surprisingly had a lot of action in it, a lot of fighting. It had in a lot, of, yeah, it had a lot of action for sure. Um, it was it was pretty interesting the way they they did everything in terms of like how they learn like specific skills. I yes. love that. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting, unique. I don't want to talk too much about it only because it's still out, and if people are listening, yeah, I want exactly. To watch it. I don't want to spoil too much. But I was really excited to do this episode with you for a number of reasons. One, I'm a big fan, but two. I haven't had a chance to talk about any movies that with fighting in it. No fighting movies. And there's a lot of great martial arts fighting movies out there. Uh, There's also a lot of bad ones, but they're really fun still. And that's why when I sent you that list of movies, you're like, let's talk about Street Fighter. Let's talk about Mortal Kombat. And I was like, yes, I've seen these movies a couple hundred times, I feel like. They're so cheesy. They're so corny, but I love them anyways. I just want to know, what's your experience with these movies when did you first watch them? Do you have a memory of when you first watched them? Do you have any like? Story I definitely about watched them. Time? I definitely watched them right away, uh, oh, just really? because this is this was like the whole SNES phase mm-hmm. with everybody, uh, you know, video game phase. So Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat were like complete hits, right? They were like you know the the things that people love playing in the arcades, and the fact that they made a movie about it. I mean, yes, why not? So Street Fighter, I mean. When they said Jean-Claude Van Damme was playing Guile, <laughs> I I thought that was the, the greatest thing in the world because I mean, when you watch when you watch his other movies, like he's so good. Yeah. Right? Like the action is great um in general. But obviously when it comes to Street Fighter movie, he was a little toned down in terms of action. It's not as gory and bloody as compared to the other ones, like Bloodsport, for example. Yeah, I love Bloodsport. Um, yeah. But to me, I, I love the movie because it was so funny to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, like even as a kid, I, I, I enjoyed the movie because I thought it was hilarious because I was super into Street Fighter lore. Uh-huh. Oh, so yeah, so seeing the seeing the movie version was really funny. Where like Ryu and Ken were like smugglers, um, yeah, <laughs> pretty much you know just like smugglers and just doing you know dealing with like arms and drugs and you know they were doing illegal stuff, and I thought that was the most funniest thing because they're the most two one of the two, the two most iconic characters in just Street Fighter history, and they were you know they had like this like way of the Hado this pure like monk feeling type of vibe where uh-huh. they kind of studied and. But in Street Fighter movie, they're smugglers. The complete opposite, <laughs> night and day. <laughs> yeah, I, I rewatched Street Fighter prepare for this episode uh, a couple days ago because I, I I've seen Mortal Kombat probably a lot more times. Yeah, of course, so I was very familiar with it. But I hadn't watched Street Fighter since probably when I was early two thousands, and I was like 13, 14 years old. And I forgot how many characters they throw into that movie. I mean, they throw almost the entire original roster into the movie i forgot that he like blanca's in it for a second and balrog's yep. in it and sagat's in it everybody's in it even if they have the really small roles they will throw them in there for a little bit is there any particular character that you thought was besides ryu and ken was maybe too ridiculous or the, you're the most fun who did you gravitate towards the most um so I I personally loved uh, Chung Li and Honda and Barg like the little yes, squad, that, that squad, right? <laughs> right, the little friend, the friend squad. That was yeah. that was really cool. Um, yeah, I love that synergy and everything, and then you know they were fighting and the fights that they did, especially with like a uh, Honda and Zangief, and they acted as Godzilla pretty yes. much. That was great. Um, so I would say the characters that I was like, bro, I don't know what they were doing, but I guess <laughs> they just had to like they they just had to add it in because like we need every character in here, right? Um, 
was was DJ. Yes, DJ. and and Dalsim. Yeah, Dalsim. So for sure. so so DJ like he was just like this lazy grunt or whatever that just wanted to get paid and yeah. he didn't even fight. No, he didn't no do fighting. anything. No fighting. He was just talking, right? So I was like, damn, you know, he he didn't do it. He barely did anything. So it was kind of like whack for him. Um, another one was Dawson. And I think what what triggered me the most about Dawson was that this 90, 99% of the film, he's in this like, you know, like a doctor scientist <laughs> outfit, right? Yeah. Right? And at the end, <laughs> when Guile came in, you know, the last scene before he fought Bison, Dawson is in shirtless. He had the skulls. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what? What happened? Like, how did you trans? What, what, what is this transformation? Yes, you're a thousand percent <laughs> right. I noticed that while watching. I was... I forgot that he was even in the movie, but you're right. He's just like a computer uh, scientist, uh, yeah. doctor in the lab coat. But when he shows up in his like video game outfit, oh I thought my God. maybe he was going to fight. And he doesn't even fight in the movie. He doesn't. <laughs> which is disappointing because I always found Dalsim to be uh, one of the more interesting characters in Street Fighters. I don't know. I don't, And that's a good question for you as well. I don't know how much lore there is in Street Fighter. Is it a pretty like It's thorough? pretty deep. It's it? pretty deep, yeah. Like uh, in terms of like, you know, like Dawson is like one. Like, he's pretty much like the prophet, right? He kind of like tells all, shows all type of thing. Uh-huh. Like so, it's kind of like I don't know. Like he's think of him as like he's like Raiden? that na- that yeah Raiden that narrator type of guy. Got it. Okay. Right, and then Bison is like the the super boss, like the dictator trying to take all, and then Guile's the one. Like it's it's pretty similar in terms of like Guile's whatever trying to like stop. Um, bison uh-huh. and then Chung Lee's like bison murders his, his dad and that's it's just, it's very similar in terms oh, okay, of that okay. regards but there's just a lot of different storylines in terms of because bison is just one of the bosses because then you have like Gil who's also the god of Street Fighter and yeah. he's uh, he actually shows him in Street Fighter 3 right and then you have like uh, Seth who becomes like bison's like failed clone because bison was supposed wanted to like um change his body to become Seth's body and stuff like that. Um, you know, it gets really crazy. They, wow. they're, they're, they're still making comics now oh, um, wow. with Street Fighter in terms of it. So it's, it, 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 is, it does get pretty deep, I would say. So what you're telling me is that a Street Fighter remake is necessary in the future. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it definitely, I would love to see it happen. Uh-huh. Um, they actually made a few films which failed terribly, like Street, like, the Legend of Chung Lee. Oh, don't. Like, oh my god! I yeah. blocked that one out. Don't right. don't watch. Yeah, don't watch that. Um, Assassin's Fist is okay. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I just I I I bought it just because I like Capcom. Yeah. Um, and obviously the animated movies are always the ones that do it justice the most. Of course. Uh, of course. But yeah, I would say it would be nice. I mean, they made a modern Mortal Kombat movie. Why not make a modern Street Fighter movie? It feels like it's the right time to do it. I mean, video game movies are all the rage now. It is. Not, it's like Sonic. Yep. Yeah, Sonic 2 did really, really well at the box office. And uh, I don't see why not. I mean, especially if the lore is as deep as you're saying it is, it feels like there's a lot of material to work with. Switching over gears to Mortal Kombat, probably the more popular of the yeah. two in terms of movie-wise, at least. Would you say the same is for video game wise? Is Street Fighter the more popular fighting game in the community or is Mortal Kombat? I would say currently in the community, like in the competitive community, Street Fighter is. But I would say for the casual audience, Mortal Kombat's probably always going to be better just because of 
the the game the the single player content for like yes, yeah. gameplay and like fatalities brutalities like you know everyone loves that type of stuff in mm-hmm. uh, in America um, while Street Fighters you know people just know as nostalgia purposes mainly because I mean now Street Fighters are selling all their IPs to everyone like I me mean, Ryu. Cammy, Blanca is in Fortnite now. Oh, um, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. And Ryu so is in Smash. Right? Smash no. Brothers. Yeah. Ryu, he's, yeah Ryu he and Ken is. are Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um, so they're in a lot of things. So Capcom's just trying to get their name a bit out there more. But Mortal Kombat definitely, for me, out of like iconic video game movies, it stands out as like one of the tops for sure. Is it because of uh, the music or is it something else? I mean, no one forgets the music. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) No one forgets the music. And the crazy yeah. The crazy part is that music, like that uh that soundtrack, it was never used in any Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. That's the crazy part. That is crazy. I I did read that when I was doing some research on the movie. I was surprised that they made the song basically for the movie. I don't I mean I haven't played any of the Mortal Kombat's post the movie. I don't think they ever put it in a game, have they? No, they never they never did. Um, which which is which is crazy because like even like random like clubs like we're playing that song um sometimes randomly and like even like (laughs) like if you went to like a a coachella type of concert like there's going to be one point that mortal kombat theme song just pops on yeah that's crazy it has transcended the movie pretty well uh what about now we, we talked about the ridiculousness of the street fighter characters what about the mortal kombat characters i feel like johnny cage is pretty ridiculous i always found goro to be particularly really cheesy and bad I mean, besides the fact that he looks bad but just yeah the way he acts it never felt like i was watching the game it was just like a really corny interpretation of it i i guess because like we we didn't have the technology to make <laughs> definitely characters didn't. like that cool <laughs> you know because like i mean the the more modern mortal Kombat, like you know he looks a lot more polished yes, in that yeah, one right so i guess it's because of the times but for me i mean i personally love um I like Johnny Cage is ridiculous as a character, but his fight with Scorpion is definitely probably the most iconic fight in the whole movie, right? The forest and everything, and Scorpion's just so badass in general, right? When anyway, Scorpion put the hand up, and you see the little, the little mouth thing come up, that was cool. <laughs> uh, so they did a great job for that. I would say the character, I'm just like, bro, what? Why was he in this movie? Type of thing was was a reptile. reptile. He was he was there for like five seconds and just got you know the 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 movie just said. Reptile, like the game, and he just got washed by Liu Kang so fast. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what was the point of Reptile? I know. I always like Reptile as a character too. I always thought he was a really interesting design, cool powers, and in that movie, definitely that that Street Fighter mentality of just throwing a character in real quick and then then he's gotten type deal. But it's it, Mortal Kombat isn't as I feel like egregious in throwing all of the characters out at you like the Street Fighter movie was. I don't know how you. Feel yeah, about that's that. true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, not every character were, was was in the film there's a good amount was I don't know if a every good amount. character is but yeah there was a good amount like it was a good amount of like Mortal Kombat 1 for sure and then Mortal Kombat 2 was kind of like there's some characters kind of like like Reptile for example uh, but I, I did like the cast I did I did I, I thought that every character had their own like purpose and they did like you know they had some type of like um, 
substance where yes. they yeah. they showed off like something about them compared yeah. to Street Fighter where like I said <laughs> like DJ didn't do anything T-Hawk didn't do anything Cammy didn't do anything I didn't even know that was T-Hawk until I looked it up afterwards yeah he's, was like, he's like a skinny tall guy yeah and I was like that's T-Hawk I didn't know that until I read the wiki afterwards crazy yeah it looks like they tried to learn from Street Fighter uh, didn't learn much but they learned a little bit because you're right they do add a little substance to everybody in Mortal Kombat uh, Still really bad, but in the best possible way, I think. Yeah, I mean, it was good. Uh, like the like the they did. I would say the the, the more iconic characters definitely justice. Yes, for yeah. sure. And I mean, even like I would say now, like uh, like Shang Tsung, like uh, what's the actor's name? Oh, but, I can't remember his name. Yeah, but pretty but pretty much the actor, like his face is actually Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. Okay. Right. So, that's really cool because like I said, like nostalgia's fire. Um they were at a convention recently and you know, I I took a picture with them. I, I it was pretty ha- I was pretty happy because it was like my childhood <laughs> like, you know, fanboyism right there. Yeah, meeting uh the ultimate villain from the your movie of the uh, of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like I mean, like Mortal Kombat 1 is still like something I would love to watch. Like if it like randomly showed up on TV, I'll just leave it on and just watch it. Oh, yeah. um, but Annihilation, though, that one was now I haven't bad. seen Annihilation. That's don't. surprising. Don't don't watch it. You, oh. I mean, you could probably watch it and you'll laugh at it, but it, it's it's uh, it's something. What's the storyline in that one? What what's the difference? It's Shao you know? Kahn. Oh, so it, so it takes place after the literally the tournament ended. Mm-hmm. Um, like at the end, you hear that voice. From Mortal Kombat One, so then they bring him out right away with his minions, with his choice of characters, and pretty much they you run back a fight. You know, it. it's like similar, but it's just the fights were weren't the greatest. Um, okay, good to know. I mean, yeah, I saw I watched uh, Mortal Kombat on HBO, and it was like, "Do you want to watch Annihilation next?" I was like, "Uh, probably not right now." Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I kind of just forgot it even existed. So maybe one day I'll have to revisit that though. It, it, it's pretty. It's funny to watch. Like I mean, you know, <laughs> but Mortal, I think Mortal Kombat One is probably the the best Mortal Kombat movie of all time. Oh, interesting. Okay, that that'll come up in a second. We can probably, I could probably sit here and talk about all these movies with you, literally for the next 30, 40 minutes. So let's do a quick ad break. We'll come back. We'll do a top three that's maybe not related to fighting games, and then uh, we'll answer a quick question from the community, and we'll be right back. Are you missing out on your favorite shows because it's not in your region trying to keep your private time private? Well, let me introduce you to NordVPN. If you're bored of US Netflix, why not take a spin on the UK? Use NordVPN and a click of a button, you can do just that. With 5,000 plus server options, no show is out of your reach. We all love to binge, but privacy is a big deal. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted so you never have to worry. Make sure to use Justin link, Justin's link in the description of the episode to get a great deal on NordVPN and support Justin's channel. All right, Justin. Uh, we talked a lot about fighting games. I'm curious to know what your three favorite movies are that aren't relating to fighting movies, aren't related to anything like that. What are we My, be surprised mm, to hear about? So favorite three movies of all time that's not fighting game related? Sure, yeah. Can, can they be video game related? Uh... Let's okay. Let, let's let's stick out of video games right okay. now, and then see if we, maybe we'll try to get to video game ones next. Okay, I would say, to be honest, the uh, I actually love um, Spider Man No Way Home as okay. one of my top three. All just right. just because nostalgia factor is a thing. I love nostalgia factor. It's, it's a it's a good one. I mean, I think enough time has passed for us to say 
pretty exciting moment when the other Spider-Man showed up. Yeah. Uh, did you, were you at a pretty crowded theater when that happened? Oh, yeah. Everyone was going ham. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I was just happy that everyone was going ham instead of more of like, huh? Who? I know. Right? You know, that type of thing. Yeah. I feel like people made that reaction when Charlie Cox's Daredevil showed up. I was excited because yeah. I had watched yeah, the show. Yeah, that was really cool too. But a few, a few people I noticed were like noticing other people reacting. They're like, who is that? They didn't know who that was. Yeah. Uh, so so that's one. Okay, good choice. Good um, choice. An- another movie that I guess I remember as a kid that I loved watching and it, like, it put, like, I had tears was actually Titanic. Titanic. You're Titanic. talking to a Titanic big fan over here. I love Titanic. It is a little corny at times, but I'm a big, big fan of it. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. Um, I, I actually went to the movie theaters twice as a kid watching oh. that movie. And, you know, just... I was just... I'm still mad, man. Like... Jack could have, <laughs> uh, why Jack didn't have to go like that? That's that's all. He had I enough know. room. There was enough room to sit on the door with her. Yeah, yeah. It, so it, I would say I just like the storytelling. Um, I kind of I kind of like that error of like when I'm watching like shows and everything like that. So to me, that that one was really good. Okay, we got Titanic. We got No Way Home. Pretty polarizing. Different sides of the spectrum. Different, yeah. Different areas, right? We got a romance. We got an action comedy Marvel movie. Uh, what about um, any sci-fi, any dramas, any fantasy? So, so I would say, um, if it, well, my third one's actually a comedy, like super degenerate comedy, um, super bad. Oh, perfect, dude, super bad. I mean, that one's too good. Like, it's the, never not funny. <laughs> it, it, I, I lost it. Like when he was telling you, like, this is why I hate Becca, <laughs> <laughs> and like. And I'm like, bro, there's no way. Like, uh, if someone ever told me that, I'm like, I'm judging so hard. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what? Like, why would you ever draw uh, that as a yeah. kid and make like imagination? So you know, so yeah, I yeah, I, I love I love every single second of Super Bad. Super, it's a great choice. I don't think that's a degenerate comedy because I think it's a really, to be honest, a pretty well written, clever, witty comedy that's. One of the best has come out in the last twenty years. I would agree, I would argue. Yeah, I I can watch Superbad every day, like, yeah. and not be tired of it. I completely agree with that. <laughs> now let's let's switch gears. Then you wanted to talk about video game movies. Do you have favorite video game movies besides Mortal Kombat? We know you love Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, awesome! Uh, okay. That one. I mean. It just hits the mark. Like every little reference that they throw in is just too good. Um, so. That one was a blast to watch, I would say. Yeah, I'm a big Scott Pilgrim fan. Crazy to think that movie, if you didn't know, was a, a box office bomb. Made, oh, it just it didn't do well. It didn't do well at all. It, it, it struggled financially, lost a lot of money. And it's crazy because like you, I love it. And looking back at it, it's really well made. It's clever, hilarious. All the video game references are great. I was surprised to, to read it was such a financial failure. That's crazy because like, they made a video game afterwards, yeah. and then they they had like um like co- like manga comic books type of work, and I bought them too. So I I thought it just did well because like bro like you, you made more stuff, you made product afterwards, yeah. um, and you you even have uh like so many like famous people in that movie, right? Yeah, a lot like, of famous people before Captain America was Captain America. <laughs> he was a stunt devil. He was. He was. I know. It's, it has a lot of famous people on it, and. I think the people who watch it always love it. So I, like you, was very surprised to read it was such a such a flop because everybody yeah. I knew who had seen it loves it. But 
I read, you know, there's marketing issues. It was a very specific target audience. And, you know, it was it looked like kind of a dorky video game movie. So it, a lot of people kind of walked away from it. Yeah, I guess nostalgia wasn't a big factor yet um, yeah, not, as not well. But like if that movie came out now, oh. I think it would be it would be so successful. So I agree. I think I even made a I made a, made a TikTok saying that uh, those exact words. Yeah, if, if Scott Pilgrim were to come out now, it would be a financial success for sure. So, all right. Any other video game movies? Did you see Sonic Two? Oh, I love Sonic Two. Yeah, um, I too. Yeah, I Knuckles is the coolest character. He's my favorite of throughout the whole movie. Uh, just because of how innocent he is and pure, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but overall, I mean, Jim Carrey just kills, kills it. it. He he kills it. Um, I did read that like this was like potentially maybe his last film. I I hope not because I mean like if Sonic Three came out, uh, I would love to see him back as usual. I agree. So, I agree. Scale one to ten without spoiling the post credit scene. On a scale of one to ten, how excited were you or hyped were you when you saw it? Oh, that's twenty out of ten. Oh, I agree. Twenty out of ten yeah. for sure. I didn't expect that because <laughs> I, 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 I actually didn't expect it because I'm just like, I mean, what, what can they do now? And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Morbius? I, uh, I did not. Okay. Not yet. I you heard it's uh, pretty it. bad. Yeah. So the crazy part is, is like, so you know how like the way they make Marvel movies, um, like. Morbius is kind of reminds me of like how it's made by like Venom. I mean, it's it's pretty much made by the same person that did mm-hmm. Venom. Um, so like that type of style never does well mm-hmm. in for a movie because the Venom movies didn't do as well as like compared to the other Marvel films. Because I guess more of the modern Marvel films are more like light and also a f- good amount of comedy, mm-hmm. which is a pretty relatable. But like the this one is like the comedy doesn't. It seems like a little tryhardish, right? Yes, it's kind of yeah. forced. Yeah. For these type of characters, so I guess maybe it, it just didn't like it's not on my list to watch. Yeah. And, for and sure. as somebody who's who saw it, uh, I could say, hey, if you catch it on TV, catch it on TV. Yeah, Disney, I'll wait for it on Disney Plus. If, exactly, if exactly. But I will say, I saw that maybe a week before Sonic, and the post credit scene for Morbius is very bad, it's, it's awful. <laughs> oh, and like, no. was just panned online. People were saying, what happened? They just gave up. And then I watched Sonic 2 the following week, and like that's a post-credit scene. That's yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, any other video game movies out there that you really like? Uh, I actually like Free Guy. Okay. Uh, Free Guy was pretty cool just because cool. Uh, I love the fact that they got a lot of like, real-life um, Twitch streamers actually part of the movie. Oh, they did. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, so I thought that was really fantastic. And they, they had a, a bit of references as well in there. So yeah, I would say Free Guys kind of just like a really cool thing, just because it they if if I felt like video games acknowledge that we exist type of thing. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, Free Guy reminds me a lot of I like Free Guy, but it reminds me a lot of Ready Player One. Yeah, which I agree. I like Ready Player One a lot as well. I thought that was a pretty fun, just like throwing characters out. There's you know you get Tracer from Overwatch running with yeah. Battle Toads, and then there's like a whole scene with The Shining. It was just like a pop culture extravaganza and I really like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one was pretty cool cuz uh it just seemed like it was like a whole a, a whole war. Yeah. Right? Cuz they're cuz they're trying to find this the like that specific like estate or whatever, right? Like they're trying to find that one item to get them rich. Yeah. Right? So yeah, that you had like the corp- yeah. Yeah, and you had the corporations hiring people to like whatever. It it was like a war. I was like, yeah. "Damn, this is like a <laughs> a sad place to live. Like you don't you can't even enjoy video games at this point." I know. Yeah. Everybody's fighting just to get rich. 
Oh man. Okay. How do you feel about the Resident Evil uh, movies? You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. After I watched the first one, I never watched another one ever again. <laughs> I was curious. I since j- you're a Capcom guy. I just didn't like it because it's it just seemed like they just never got it. And based off like everyone's replies, it's like they never changed. I mean, they they still have the same people like you know playing their characters and everything. And then it just never stood out for me. Um, I love playing Resident Evil, the game. The games yeah, in general are great, but it just seems like. They can't do the movie right, and the crazy part is, it doesn't even seem that difficult. Yeah, like when you think about like and like to make a good zombie movie, it's it doesn't seem that hard because there's so many successful zombie movies out there. Yeah, well, and you make a really good point because well, one, it's a really inundated field because there are a ton of zombie movies, but it feels like it's all there already, right? All of the the lore is there, the stories are there, the characters are there, but it was so hard for them to translate it. The most recent Resident Evil movie was called like Welcome to Raccoon City. And still, they tried to reboot the whole thing. And like it was a little bit more fun and arcadey, but still they just, just can't grasp it yet. I don't yeah, know. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh I did see I know Capcom loves doing make you know making movies of their popular franchises. So I did see Monster Hunter, which was also pretty oh, I bad. Never saw it. Oh, it, it it's 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 one of those things where you watch to laugh. Yeah. You're you're not watching for the action, you're watching for the comedy. Got it. Got it. The unintentional comedy or the intentional comedy, I guess. Yeah, pretty much the unintentional <laughs> comedy where you're like, yeah, that's not supposed to happen. He's not supposed to do that. Why yeah. is he doing that? Like, you know, you pretty much that's your whole evening when Amazing. you're watching that movie. All right. Let's move to the last segment of the show real quick. Uh, we got a question from somebody on Twitter that I thought was really interesting because as somebody who's familiar with like the base Street Fighter characters and maybe the base lore, it's the universe has grown a lot, I would imagine. Uh, Street Fighter 6 has been announced. So we got a question saying, which forgotten character from the Street Fighter universe would you like to see make a return in Street Fighter 6? Man, so, so far we only have uh, Luke and Ryu as like, that's the teaser. Uh, but Capcom, I would say there's a there's probably gonna be a lot of returning characters in from Street Fighter 5. Mm-hmm. But a character that I would love to see come back um, and just kind of, uh, it would be really cool. It would probably be Eagle. Eagle Eagle is a Street Fighter 1 character. Uh, So he only shows up in Street Fighter 1, Capcom versus SNK 2, and one of those ported Street Fighter Alpha 3 modes. Uh, But Eagle's like a... He's he's a very original character um, that just probably has never came back ever since like the early 2000s. So I would love to see him. The bouncer looking one? Yeah, he has like... Yeah, bouncer. He has uh, the spandex... The suspense suspenders and the, he has two sticks that he fights with. Oh, okay. I, I vaguely can see the image in my brain. I didn't know. I mean, is there, are there a lot of characters who just haven't been ported to newer games? As, as oh, like yeah. A, really? I would say, um, I mean, they, they pretty much got almost every character in Street Fighter 2 except for T-Hawk and DJ. Uh-huh. Um, but there are a bunch wow. of Street Fighter 1 characters. Those guys were in the movie back. too. Like what happened? <laughs> they were in the movie. <laughs> um, there's there's a lot of Street Fighter 3 characters that never made it yet. Um, uh-huh. But there's references for them. Um, but I would say probably other characters that have never seen the light of day anymore are probably uh, characters from different fighting game IPs, like such as rival schools mm-hmm. um, that could be in uh, Street Fighter five since they added one character for Akira from rival schools in the game. Uh, but there's like 20, uh, 20 other characters Dang. that never came back. That's a lot. I didn't know there was so much IP out there. They could even put into six. Okay. So yeah. Eagle's your answer. 
Yeah, I would love Ego just because I haven't seen him in a long time, okay. and he was really cool. All right, we'll let we'll let Capcom know that that's your request, and see if they can put him in then. I, I doubt it, uh, but it would be nice. <laughs> it, it it would be nice just because yeah. you know. You know, Nostalgia is in, bro. Just take exactly. advantage of there it. There we go. I'll, I'll tweet at them and say, hey, Jay Wong and I say, put Eagle in. Perfect. There you go. All right. Well, Justin, we're reaching the end. I thank you so much for being on the show. I'll make sure to put all of your social media and your links in the description of the episode so you guys can check out Justin's page. Justin, again, thank you so much for being here. It was a blast. Uh, we'll have to talk soon whenever they make that Street Fighter remake. No, of course. Anytime. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and yeah, I, yeah, that's true for the movie remake and make sure Jean-Claude Van Damme somewhere in the, you know, in the, in the background. <laughs> just like how they got the green, they had Tommy Oliver in the new Power Rangers movie at oh, the end yeah. and they just showed up, right? So exactly, exactly. they might as well let Jean-Claude Van Damme keep that yeah, role. And he's Gato. still in good shape too. Yeah, talking. there you he go. be like sticking out or anything. He can awesome. do a flash kick. Awesome. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Make sure to follow the show on Spotify, subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and we'll see you guys next week for a new episode.